the world needs yoga teachers. The world needs whoever you are. Even if you're not a yoga teacher, like whatever you do, like the world needs that. So share that with them. Find, Figure out a way to share it with them. doesn't matter what anybody else is doing to share their gift. Just how are you going to share your gift to help raise the vibration of the world when somebody needs it? That was Pedro Luna, and I'm Henry Winslow. You're listening to Dharma Talk. Hey, Dharma Talkers. Thanks for tuning in. If you haven't heard, we're coming to the final stretch of this podcast series. We're down to the last three episodes now, and I think you're really going to love this one. With everything happening in the world right now, I think we can all appreciate a little bit of levity and gratitude. And that's what my guests this week are all about. Quickly, before we get into it, I just want to remind you that if your yoga routine has been completely disrupted by the COVID-19 outbreak and you're struggling with adapting to the change, well, first of all, let's take a pause to feel gratitude over the privilege that that's even something to worry about. They say a healthy person has a thousand wishes, a sick person only one. But secondly, let's all appreciate how amazing it is to see how the yoga community at large has adapted to the times. Studios setting up live stream classes, students maintaining their memberships to keep supporting their schools, businesses offering discounts and charitable contributions, etc. I encourage you to reaffirm your commitment to your practice at this trying time for the benefit of yourself and your broader context, the whole collective energy. Maybe all this suffering, all of this darkness, all of this fear is actually our sacred moment. There are lots of ways to do it, to keep up your practice, that is. And one of them is to get the Henry Yoga app, which for now we're giving away for 25 bucks as an offering to the community. Get lifetime access at the discounted price when you enter code HOMEPRACTICE at checkout. Sign up at henryyoga.com. Okay, you all know these guys, Yogi Memes and Namaste AF. Assuming you have some kind of relationship with yoga and you've spent even a marginal amount of time on Instagram, then you've no doubt come across at least one, but more likely countless memes of theirs. The yoga community archetypes, the Karen jokes, yeah, that's these guys. But who are the humans behind these memes? Are they hiding behind humor to avoid facing the realness of life? No, quite the contrary. I had a very rich and wide-ranging conversation with Pedro and Brian about our own vulnerabilities, approaches to life's challenges, and lessons we're learning right now, many of which I think are pretty timeless and universal. In this episode, you're going to hear about what it takes to start something new and ambitious how to let the universe prove your own insecurities wrong, and where to draw the line with digital and social media so we're still in control of our attention, but getting that feeling of connection we so crave. Of all the interviews I've done for Dharma Talk, I never would have expected that it would be my conversation with Pedro and Brian, Instagram's favorite yoga comedians, in which a few tears were shed. This conversation got real, folks. Pregnant, pauses, and all. And I think there's an important lesson in there. Humor and lightness aren't just luxuries to be enjoyed in times of comfort. 
These are important, dare I say, spiritual qualities that we can and must embrace within the full spectrum of the human experience. Perhaps it's now in the difficult times that we need it most. So yes, Dharma Talkers, we have laughs, cries, and everything in between coming up in just a few. But first, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. This episode is brought to you in part by Warrior Bridge NYC. Dharma Talkers, Warrior Bridge can really use your support right now. Like all yoga studios and many other businesses in New York City and nationwide, they have been forced to close their doors due to the current global health crisis. However, the COVID-19 pandemic has not stepped in the way of Warrior Bridge's commitment to service and meeting students of multidisciplinary movement wherever they are. They now have their signature classes available through daily live streams, covering yoga, flexibility, handstands, and even acro, you know, in case you're quarantined with a partner. (laughs) Through the end of April, all classes will be available on a pay-what-you-can donation basis. As an FYI, Warrior Bridge is still hoping to hold their July teacher trainings in anatomy and movement and partner acrobatics, but we'll be watching how the situation develops along with everyone else. Visit warriorbridge.com for all the details. This episode is brought to you in part by Way Team Shop. Have you guys seen the Dharma Talk t-shirts, leggings, and gear for sale on my website? You think I pulled all that together myself? No way. I don't have time to manage an e-commerce platform, let alone design, produce, and fulfill merchandise to fans and supporters of the show. That's all Way Team Shop. At Way Team Shop, quote, it's our dharma to help businesses like yours get what they need in 2020 and beyond. With a team shop, now you, your yoga studio, business, or personal brand have the ability to buy and sell your custom branded gear online and in store. Don't worry about hiring a retail manager or professional designer. Way Team Shop designs your collection, builds your shop, and manages the entire experience for only $99 per month, all with no minimum order quantities or setup fees. You can save hundreds, if not thousands, through Way Team Shop's product and design services compared to the traditional retail routes. And you'll be able to stay focused on your business while they get to work for you. Weight Team Shop makes it easy for you to fill your online or brick-and-mortar retail section with a variety of gear while never running out of sizes again. Everything is available for sale online 24-7. Plus, they'll market and advertise your shop on their website and social media. Best of all, you keep 100% of the profit. I'll let Weight Team Shop have the last word here. We are more than a store. We are your team. Get your team shop today. Head to wayteamshop.com and get on your way today. Now back to the show. To formally introduce my two guests today, Pedro Luna at Yoga with Pedro on Instagram and Brian Haloub at Yogi underscore Brian on Instagram are two yoga instructors and dads who took the internet by storm in the past four years, creating globally recognized funny, and relatable yoga slash spiritual memes on Instagram. Pedro is the real-life human behind the at Yogi Memes account, and Brian runs at Namaste underscore AF. Together, they are the hosts of The Yogi Show, a podcast about yoga, mindfulness, and gratitude with a touch of humor. 
If you enjoy this episode and, like me, you can't resist their charm and wit, then go to dharmatalk.show and type Pedro or Brian, that's Brian with a Y, in the search bar, and there you'll find all the notes, highlights with timestamps, and links for this episode. And if you're looking for something to read, then check out my running list of every book ever recommended on Dharma Talk. I've got a whole library of books and recommended reading for you there. Go to henrywins.com books and pick one out. And now, without further ado, please enjoy my interview with the Yogi Show boys and mean meme machines, Pedro Luna and Yogi Brian. All right, here we are on Dharma Talk with the Yogi Show boys. This is Pedro and Yogi Brian. I'm so happy to have you guys on the show. Pedro, second time for you, first time having Brian on. How are you guys doing? I'm doing fantastic, man. I'm so grateful to be here. Round two, here we go. What's up, Brian? What is up? Thank you so much. First timer, first timer here <laughs> on the show. And I can't wait. Can't wait to chat with you, bros. Yeah, man. Okay, cool. Well, um, you know, this let's ground let's ground the situation with some context right now. I know this makes it for less of a timeless ex- listening experience, but we've got a lot going on these days. We are in the midst of an outbreak of the novel coronavirus, COVID-19, and things are shifting pretty rapidly in the yoga community. I'm speaking right now to two guys who have sort of made a name for themselves with injecting lightness and humor into the conversation around yoga, which can tend to become somewhat serious, sometimes to a fault, but these are kind of serious times. So talk me through what you guys are going through right now. How are are you dealing with all of this and, and bringing that humor into your life? Dude, just trying to keep it 100, man. Just staying true to our, you know, Brian and I talk about it all the time that we just try to stay true to ourselves and really stay in our lane. Like we like to offer that element of humor and lightness to the community and um, people are looking for it. Like in these trying times, people are looking for a sense of lightening up because everything seems so dark, gloomy and serious every time you flip on any device and look at anything uh, even the energy when you walk outside. So if if uh, if we can just help somebody um laugh a little bit, settle a little bit, and just know that, you know, everything, everything's going to be all right. And, um, not take everything so serious all the time. You know, that's, that's all like my motto is share the gift of yoga with the world, but, uh, with the humor element, it's, it's a whole, it's a whole other thing. And Brian and I get to play off each other and have a podcast and do make funny memes and it, it's really wonderful. So, you know, just let's, uh, let's just keep lightening it up a little bit. You know what I mean? hundred percent, man. And I feel a responsibility as a creator and as like, comedy and the yoga and mindfulness spirituality scene like i feel a responsibility like i really need to just you know send as much love send as much humor out to the world you know because you know these are definitely trying times a lot of people are you know everyone's inside their home and looking at their phone it's like how can i really like help and relax the world here so i just feel like a huge responsibility you know to just share this practice and share the humor out to the world. Everybody relax out there. Take a breath. Boom. Yeah. Take that breath. Mm. Yes. I'll take one of those. Take one of those from you. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks for permission. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, I went to the grocery store over the weekend and I went to that grocery store and I felt no one breathing. Dude. Like I just felt it. No one was breathing. Everybody's holding their breath. Everybody's feeling that panic. And it's like 
all, all three of us here, like we, we have to remind each other and everybody else in the world. It's like, breathe, just take a breath. Can you breathe right now? Are you okay right now? Can you breathe? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Everybody? Dude, I feel really good about that. And well, I, I got to tell you that I, I got to tell you, I, I went into one of the last outings that I did before the self-imposed quarantine period set in was I went to the grocery store to try to stock up on some items. And the, like you said, the, the energy in there of anxiety and panic was palpable. And actually it, it was beyond energy. There was actually a tangible outcome that, made, that showed me how anxious people were. And that was that I stepped away from my cart and someone stole it from me. Oh, I, had wow. to, <laughs> I had to start over my whole grocery shopping journey. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. 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 That scarcity, it creeps in super. and it's, um, it's super, super contagious, but I think the contagion goes both ways, right? So we, as, um, as shepherds and, and guides of, of how yoga can be embraced in everyday life, we, we have to be the ones that kind of shift the energy of the people around us six feet distance away, of course. <laughs> yeah, right. Socially distant, but shifting for sure. You know, I used to think about this, guys. When I used to go to like Home Depot and Lowe's to get stuff for like, you know, back whatever, just when times were, let's call it normal. The energy in those places, even like Walmart, those places, it would zap me. Like after 20, 30 minutes, like I just got like energy vampired. And I don't know what it was. And then now when I go to the grocery store, like I went uh, 10 days ago or something like that when I went to the store last, it was a real deal and I could feel it. You know, I could feel it. And just exactly like you're describing Henry and Brian, man, it was, um, it was, it was a lot. It was a lot to take on. And um, yeah, just, just trying to like hold my, hold space for myself to like remind myself to breathe so that maybe others around me would feel that too. Mm, Yes. Mm. Yes. All right. So Dharma talkers, you may you may recognize Pedro uh, from episode forty nine. We talked a little bit about how he got into all of this, his origin story. But for those um, catching up, I'd love to get you guys to share how you worked separately. You know, you both kind of found each other because you were working in the same. I don't even know what to, what to call it, the same <laughs> arena of, of social media and yoga and comedy. So how did you all start working together? Like, what, what did it look like for you to say, hey, we should, instead of doing this separately, let's collaborate? Brian, go. Well, yeah, I, I've always been a fan of yogi memes. And I was starting the brand Namaste AF. And I reached out to Yogi Memes to do like a shout out. I'm like, hey, what are your rates? Like, can you shout me out? And I Did had, you know who he was on I, the other side? No, I never like mm-hmm. saw a picture okay. of who he was. Like at the time, like he wasn't posting anything about his identity. And uh-huh. I just, I pictured someone way different, like with the Yogi <laughs> Memes thing. And then I remember like I, I did an ad with him. And then later he started showing like who he was and well actually when i did the ad he's like my name is pedro and i'm like yeah sure sh- yeah sh- sure your <laughs> sure, name's pedro. pedro like cool <laughs> you're probably like you know sarah or karen or something or i don't know carl <laughs> and uh yeah he's like hey i'm pedro i'm like okay yeah right hi pedro but then yeah he started to show on stories who he was and i'm like oh, okay like 
he is Pedro. (laughs) He's definitely a Pedro for sure. Pedro. And uh, we just um, like we would send like DM here and there, like God, that was fun. Like I would say, like that's a funny meme or whatever. And he actually, so Yogi memes Pedro did a meme contest. Yeah. And I was like dabbling with memes before on my page, and like I would send my friends like memes that I, I like made randomly, like just to them. Like I didn't have really, like really confidence on it. And he did a meme challenge and I ended up winning the meme challenge and I was on his page and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm super famous. You know, <laughs> like everybody's going to know who I am, you know, being on the Yogi, Yogi memes page. And then from there, like we just, uh, I th- think it was like one time he like reached out. He's like, Hey, why don't we jump on a call? And like, just want to chat with you. I'm like, oh my gosh, like Yogi memes wants to he actually sees the chat talent with me. in me. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I was so nervous. Oh I remember sitting in the car, getting on the phone, talking with Yogi memes. And like he wanted to know what was going on in my life. I'm like, oh my gosh. I was like fangirling over here. <laughs> and we like we, we just ended up chatting and then the like the calls, like, you know, we would get on another call and just chat. And then like one day we were just chatting and we're like, dude, we should do a yo- a show and yep. like the yogi show came up we're like oh we both were like the yogi show and pedro mm-hmm. take it from there yeah we're like let's do the yogi show so we did it li- henry i think when we were talking i was doing the yogi show live i don't remember though when i did when i did the episode with you back in the day uh when, when was yeah, that i think 49? so i think it was i think it was like very much in its infancy maybe you were still kind of like hashing out what the idea was yeah i think it was if you i think it was it was like february or something of last year that we were talking about it and we had been doing the yogi show live at that time for like i don't know a couple months two three months and we started it uh we were just doing it on instagram live and we're like having this show and this interaction with community and like you know 30 minutes of like valuable content and then we'd make memes on the thing and it was just fun and then we realized like it wasn't really scalable it wasn't going to go anywhere and i was like okay we should do we need to make a podcast so we finally met in person so i flew out to la i meet brian uh, i went there for a bachelor party brian drives up from arizona and uh we meet up and we we hung out and it was it was awesome i was like let's do um we need to really do this podcast thing. Like the, the community needs it. And when I was on your show, Henry, I was like, man, I would, I would love to do a podcast like Henry's doing, but I have no fucking clue how to do a podcast. <laughs> and, and I still don't, but still and don't. I'm on episode, we're on episode 42 and I just have no idea what's going on. But, uh, it's like, you know, this is all learning. And I was like, you know, this is Henry, you really inspired the show. Seriously. You inspired us to yeah, take it to a podcast you did. for you sure. Did. And so, awesome, thanks. yeah, for sure, man. And I was like, all right, like, let's do this. So I met Brian in LA. We're on the top of Runyon Canyon Park. We walk up there, we hike, we took like three photos, the only photos we have together that we've ever used for promotion on anything. Which, and- which Pedro's standing on a rock. So he's like seven feet tall. We can't use them. <laughs> and, I mean, <laughs> and my shirt, my shirt says vote for Pedro on it. What the fuck? <laughs> Narcissist. So then, so then, uh, you know, we, I, I'm flying back home, right? And I'm like, all right, we're going to do this podcast, man. We're going to do this thing. So we're doing all this research on like how to start it. And it took us like two months. And uh, we finally, we're about to, like, we're going to start it. We're going to do it. And, uh, you know, we transitioned out of the live show. We're told everyone, hey, we're going to do this podcast. We didn't even have, Henry, we had no show. 
We have no fucking show, and we're DM, we're we're DMing and emailing like Keno McGregor, Catherine Budig, and we have no content. And we're like, can you guys come on our show? And they said yes. So we're like, all right, I guess we really have to create a show now. <laughs> and then we uh, and then we did, you know, and we're just here to you know provide uh, you know uh, the the tagline of the show is yoga mindfulness and gratitude with a touch of humor, and uh, and really it's been like that, getting people like you, Henry, when you came on our show, I, I always Henry. I don't know if you know this. I always think of you when the first question we asked you is like, how you doing? And you're, and you're in your apartment in New York City and you're like, I'm in the crux of moving. <laughs> I think about the word crux. I use it all the time now. And this is because of you. Good word. And Great it's word. So good. <laughs> and I just think about the fact that, you know, we've, we've come all this way on a journey together through yoga and uh, we're able to connect with people all around the globe. And it's led to so many other fun things that we can jam on a bit. But, you know, to, to wrap that part of the story up, it's like, it's really a about creating community and connection and offering something, uh, you know, our, Brian and I's unique gift, which is like uh, humor. And, um, you know, that's kind of how it all started. And that's kind of where we got to for now. And it's uh, it's been super fun. But if anybody's out there like, hey, how to start a podcast, like Brian and I always have this joke. It's like, how do I start a podcast? I'm like, don't. <laughs> it's fucking hard. <laughs> Henry, how hard is podcasting, bro? It's pretty hard. I mean, it takes a lot more energy and, and time than I think people would think oh my because gosh. you know it sounds like we're having these conversations like oh we have a good time which is true but then that you don't think about all the hours that go into so scheduling like um, editing marketing the podcast and all this and building all the tech the back-end stuff that yeah. presumably runs on autopilot eventually but it yeah. seems like you're always having to fix something it's always that way and and for listeners out there for context this is our fifth time trying to record with Henry. This is number five of, of Henry and us reske- and Brian rescheduling to get on the show. This is number five. And it was about to be number six, but we actually made it happen. We made it happen. Yes, that that yes. discipline, that determination, yeah. we made it happen. When Henry says, isn't, isn't podcasting so rewarding though? Like, don't, don't we agree? Yeah. Like it's so oh, rewarding yeah, I love connecting it. and it really yeah, it's, it's amazing. Like it is worth all the work. Brian, I'm going to quote you on that every time you text me, like, fuck this show. I know, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm telling that to myself right now. So I have it. So Pedro reminds me later and Henry does. For sure. For sure. And, and, and for real, like Henry, like thinking about like uh, all the people that you've had the opportunity to connect with, how amazing, you know, and like, and I'm so grateful for you that you've, you've done it with all these people and you've inspired me like, oh, maybe I should reach out to this person because the interview is different, you know? So if you're listening on the other end, the interview is different for yeah, everyone. Totally. You, to. you get a completely different conversation. Super yeah. different, you know, super different. So, yeah. you know, I appreciate you so much, Henry, man. Yeah, I appreciate appreciate you guys too a lot, and I love coming on your show. Um, l- let me go back to something you said a minute ago sure. because it kind of struck me, which was you invited all these people onto the show before you had any content, <laughs> and you know that's a that's a bold move, right? And I think there are people listening who maybe whether it's a podcast or some other kind of project that they've wanted to do for a while but have yet to pull the trigger on. Is that was that like um, a tactic that you used for yourself to give yourself some accountability, or did you just not think it through? Like, talk me through that process. <laughs> uh, uh, Brian will attest there was absolutely no thought behind it. There was zero <laughs> thought of just like we're just gonna ask people and then just do it. Yeah, we had all. zero zero thought and like really no. We were just like blindly going into it. We're like, all right, it's Instagram and. For anyone out there, like social media is a great platform because you can do this. You can send a direct message 
two, like your heroes and they may respond back to you. Mm -hmm. They may respond back to you. So that's what we did. We're just like, all right, we're going to like message this person, this person, this person. And we got like one out of, you know, we we got some interest and we're like, oh my gosh. And that just built, built momentum. So yeah, anybody out there starting a podcast and I'm sure Henry, you felt that way too. Like you can send a direct message through social media and possibly get an answer. Definitely. Yeah. Even the fact that there's a slim chance of that is like, wow, Mm -hmm. what a, what a cool thing that we have in front of us, a cool tool. It's amazing. It's available. Yeah, it's super amazing. And I always thought, so Henry, and the other reason I didn't want to start it right away is like, I always, th- just like you were talking about, it's like creating the infrastructure and having it be perfect. Do I have the right microphone? Mm-hmm. Do I have the right computer? Do I know how to record it? All of these thoughts, you know, how am I going to interview? Should I take an interviewing class, you know? And it's like, no, all you should do is literally send somebody a question like, hey, do you want to be on my show? And then you you have no choice. And then now you're doing a show. <laughs> you know, so yeah. the, it's like you're talking about that. The next steps will be revealed. <laughs> exactly. The next steps will just come along with it. And you will figure it out. So you will figure it out. Um, it, it will happen. Like it will happen. Just stop trying. Get out of your own way of like all the reasons you can't do something, whatever it is, whether it's podcasting, whatever it is, um, teaching yoga, what, just go do it. Just show up and just do it. And keep yeah, going. I love it. And keep going. And oh, just my keep God. going. I, I, Henry, I want to ask you this. How do you keep going? <laughs> You're on like without, like, Henry? Yeah, yeah. Without, like, because there's been times, like, where Pedro has been the one that's been like, Brian, come on, come on. Like, yeah. let, let's do this. Let's do this. And then there's times where I'm, like, telling Pedro, I'm like, Pedro, come on. <laughs> We can do this. Yeah, but you're like, only Henry, with you're, you're, yourself. You're, you're doing Yeah, this is your show. Like, how, how are you doing it? How do you get through the tough times sometimes? Oh, that that is a great question. And well, first I should say that I actually did announce last week that I'm coming, I'm bringing the show to a close. It's going to finish on episode 108, oh, which is you know, oh, an auspicious nice. number. So, all right. Yeah. Are you closing it, yeah. permanently, temporary, like season break? What are you doing? I reserve the right to okay. reopen the show, but okay. it, it's it has a sense of closure on it. I mm. feel like the project is complete with 108 episodes. But yeah, I mean, to to answer the essence of your question, there are definitely times where it's like, oh, I got to do this again. And actually, <laughs> it wasn't even so much like I always look forward to having the conversations, like doing the actual show mm-hmm. is amazing. And like I could have these these conversations um, ad nauseum, like forever. I could just keep doing it. But what became stressful is like, oh, I got to get another, I got to get another five guests lined up because mm. otherwise I'm going to miss my schedule. And that kind of stress really does eat at Dude, your soul. Super eats at your soul, you know? Oh, I feel But I think what, ke- what kept me going through it was continually getting positive feedback from listeners, like right at like the moment when I needed it. Mm-hmm. Um, that tended to always happen. Yes. What, even if it's just like a simple email response, like, thank you so much for doing, or, or mm-hmm. a review on the Apple podcast app, like those things really, I mean, it seems like a small thing, Dude, but it gives you that, way. it goes a long way. It gives you like a little dopamine hit and makes you feel grateful um, that people appreciate the, the effort and energy that goes into what you're putting out into the world. So those really kept me going. And then later on in the production of the show about around episode, um, 
I think it was episode 74, if I remember correctly, is when I first brought on outside help. Oh, so yeah. I hired um, an engineer, yeah. Rory, who's just killing it for me. Super um, helpful he's, guy. He's so on point and uh, really improved the quality, like the fidelity mm-hmm. of the of the sound quality and yeah, all of and, and the processing, like the processes for booking guests and all of that for me. So that made it a lot easier to keep going too. It gave me yeah, a second win. We feel that, man. We feel that for sure. Because without, it's like you need, it's just like a community, you know? It's just like when you're you're doing something, it's like you need a little bit of support, but you don't like, like, okay, guys, everyone listening out there, this podcast thing isn't making us like hundreds and thousands of dollars. Like we're doing it because we really love it. And uh, it's just helping us in all the other things that we're doing. And I know you feel that, Henry, for sure. And it's like, we need that support from the community that really loves it just to send a message and all that helps everyone so much and then having someone in the background like we have a couple people on our team now in the background that help us do all the things like produce and notes and again that came from you when i was thinking about henry i was like henry like how do you do this then you were like rory's the guy and i was like okay we need to find our rory brian we need (laughs) our rory right now and we found her she's amazing her name is katie she's the fucking best yes awesome yes and and i want to say too like how important like feedback and just good feedback is, you know, like Henry, how you were saying, like it, you get a review and it's like, okay, we, we can keep going in this, you know, yeah, or, or yeah. like it, it just makes you happy that like you're, you're making something meaningful and yeah. anybody out there, like we're all community, we're all community like that. So if you like feel inclined to like really say some feedback, like do it, it means so much to Henry, it means so much. Pedro, it means so much to myself. Like that good feedback. Like we're, we're really doing it for you all. Yep. No doubt. No doubt. And we're doing it because we want good feedback. Okay. So yeah. give us the feedback. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing it for five star <laughs> feedback. So yes, go on there at five stars. I hear you, man. I hear you. <laughs> Oh man. Uh, well, that's uh, that's very interesting, Henry. And very cool that you were saying that at 108, that auspicious number. I, I love that. That uh, you're going to do your, th- you know, maybe it, whatever happens, happens from there, you know? So good yeah. for you, man. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, so you guys are kind of like, you know, you're, you're, New to the podcasting scene, but taking it by storm and veterans of the social media scene. So I'm curious to hear what your latest takes are on how to balance social media with practicing yoga. And I ask that right now because this is a very um, critical time to be conscious of our social media consumption where Mm -hmm. most of us are stuck at home. And if you're not, I highly recommend and urge you to stay home um, for the concern of, of public health. It's not just about you. It's about not spreading the disease. Um, so what do we do? Like, how do we make sure that we are using social media to our benefit and getting joy and connection out of it rather than the total other end of the spectrum where we drop into comparison and despair? Oh man, that's such a tough one. Brian, you go first, man. Yeah. It's such a tough, it's so tough right now. And I actually, last night, I was staying up late and I watched a YouTube video on cell phone addictions. Like, no joke, no joke. I watched That's a so video. Henry had this question right now. This is yeah, so it's like, Henry, are you looking at my YouTube history or something? Like, I, I got the algorithm working for me. It's feeding me information. I'm like, geez. But yeah, it's so as a creator, and, and I'm sure we can all relate, and anybody out there listening, 
if you're creating content, like we're on the apps and we're on social media, like a lot. And especially right now, seeing like so much news and so much, some often, I wouldn't say often, but sometimes fake news and like you don't just know what's accurate and what's not accurate. And I just want to go on and make memes. Like it's, it's very hard for me to like balance like how much time I'm on my cell phone. And I have starting today, I started like a batch system where I'll respond to texts at certain times of the day. So I won't really look at my texts unless they're like emergencies or unless I get a call, like I'll, you know, respond a few times a day to my texts. And then I will only go on social media certain parts of the day to like interact, respond back to DMS, make memes. So I'm just not like completely on there nonstop because I don't, I don't know if y'all can relate. Like sometimes I'll go on Instagram, maybe I'll post a meme or maybe I'll respond back to a direct message. And then I go on like the rabbit hole of, <laughs> Oh, Oh, this person said this or like, Oh, I need to look, watch this video. And then like an hour and a half later, I'm like, Oh yeah, I, I got to, th- I, I got to do like actual work. So yeah, I have yeah. a life to attend to over here. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, it's just really like, Finding balance, I guess. Finding balance, like finding the right times to respond back, go on social media. How about you all? Man. Well, I think that batching technique is super useful. Mm -hmm. I actually, I do that. Well, I've, I've slipped away from it in recent times, but when I'm really on it, I do that with email too. I think it's really, really beneficial because just like social media and direct messages, email is a unlimitedly renewing task. You can clear out your inbox and then it just, they come back, the responses come back in. So you can never really finish it. Best to keep it contained to specific windows of time, I find. Yeah. Did you, did you get that from Tim Ferriss, Henry? I may have. I mean, he's been a big influence on me in a mm-hmm. lot of like kind of lifestyle design ways. I'm not sure where I heard that first, but it yeah. could have been, yeah. could have been there. That's where I got it from. And, I, and I've been, I've been bad at it lately too, you know, um, because like, it seems like, you know, especially in the last two weeks, a lot of things have changed and like, there's like, you know, a lot of corresponding going on as everything is kind of shifting. But uh, I think that the the batching is super important. What I also did for me is like finding that balance is um, like I turned off my text notifications because my texts are lit. I'm always like, that's how you do all my business communication is text. It's lit, man. Like I showed Brian yesterday, 14 hours last week of texting, 14 hours. And I was like, holy smokes, man. Like what's going on? So, and I had my notifications off and I had 14 hours of texting. So I don't understand. I got to figure that out. But um, on a side note, it's like, I have no, I have no notifications that pop up on my phone at all. Zero. And um, so it's my choice to go in and go down the rabbit hole. Like I'm the one making Mm -hmm. those decisions. And I'm now like just in very recent times, I'm aware that I'm the one that's making that decision and that I have the power to not do or to do that, um, Mm -hmm. to go down the social media uh, rabbit hole. And, um, you know, with these times that are ever changing and evolving, it's, um, it's like, what are you putting in front of your face? Cause that's really what you're like, that's what you're consuming. You know, it's like, what are you, what do you want to be consuming and just be mindful of it. And it's, you know, while everyone's holed up at home, everybody's trying to get your attention now because everyone's at home. So everyone's trying to pull your attention um, from their phone. Like, you know, all your yoga teachers, yeah. all your health and fitness people, they all want you to 
take their online class or buy their course or start going to their group, which is great. Like everyone's starting to create because everyone has to do it because that's how you're going to be able to connect with people right now. So just be mindful of like where you're placing your energy, you know, and what you really want to be doing because you have the choice from your own home right now. You have the choice to do whatever it is that you want to do on your phone. Like you're in control and just be aware that you're the one in control. Yeah. And not getting into the comparing yourself oh, to yeah, no. what others are doing, you yep. know, comparing yourself. Oh, this person's doing a, a Zoom class like I need to do a Zoom class or I need to do like online yoga. Like it, it's really for me, it's a good time to personally meditate more, get quiet more, be off social media more, even though I'm still on there quite a bit. But a time to really just like connect and just be still from, from what I'm learning with what's going on right now. And especially like some of the techniques that I'm using, like I, I just want to mention one technique that really helped me out today was put my phone to a black and white scale because mm -hmm. the colors and the apps and like when you go on Instagram or when you go on social media, like all the colors just, Get your they're so eye. alluring. Yeah, they're so alluring, right? So when I put it, when there's times that I don't want to go on my phone, I'll put it to that black and white, that grayscale, and like I'll go on and I'm like, um, I'm over it. Like I just, <laughs> I, I can't see any color. Like I don't even know which app I'm clicking on. Like uh, it, it just, it helps during times that I don't really want to look at my phone because I, I know that there's so many so many people out there struggling with like cell phone addiction. Like it's a real thing. Like it's a real yeah. thing. Like yeah. I, I get caught up in it. So are you doing that just proactively uh, or do you like catch yourself? You're like, Hey, wait a minute. I've spent way too much time on here and I need to take matters in my own hands. So let me put on the grayscale now and focus on something else. Or do you just like keep it like that um, by default now? Yeah, I just keep it. Well, at the, today, like after last night, I was just getting like really stressed out just with what's going on and with what, like how much time I've been spending on, you know, social media and how much time I've actually been spending on my phone and just, just my, my overall stress level that mm -hmm. last night I kind of hit a breaking point where I'm like, I, I have a possibly have a problem with like being on my cell phone too much. <laughs> and, and Pedro, Pedro kind of planted the seed with how much like he showed me a screenshot of like how much he was on his phone and then i looked to see like how much i'm on my text and then i'm like oh my gosh you know yeah, because with yeah. the show and with group texts and with work like there's always something on your phone like always like henry how you were saying like with email there's always a problem there's always something that you have to respond to right and it's like um you know i i need to like have and, and, and I feel like I'm not focused in the moment and I'm forgetting things. So I need to like go back to like a batch, like, Hey, at nine in the morning, I'm going to respond back to all my texts. I'm going to be fully present in yeah. responding back to all my texts. And then this time I'm going to respond back to my email. This time I'm going to go make a meme and respond back to every single person for the first like hour that responds to the comments. So I'm just more mindful and focused and more productive in my day. And I think that's like a, a secret benefit that gets revealed once you start doing it is actually how much more efficient your usage of time becomes when you do that. For sure. It's, oh, it's yeah. like, it's deceiving how much, um, how much 
burden there is of like cognitive load between multitasking and shifting from thing to thing and back and forth over and over again. And if you actually focus on one thing at a time, it opens up all this space which you can then use to do something new or 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 do something more deeply in one of the previous things that you've done. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. More deeply and more fully and like really coming back to that yoga, that more mindfulness. Like t- today when I was working on it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have this time where I'm like fully present texting everybody compared to like texting the group back and then going on Instagram and like trying to respond to direct messages and then like trying to go to the Facebook show page that we're doing and then trying to do this. And I'm just like all over the place and I'm Mm -hmm. like just trying to get things done and like checking off the boxes and I'm not even like really there. So yeah, I hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. How are you guys doing with your practice right now? Like, I know that you're teaching online, so your, you know, your your service is is up, you know, just as ever. Yeah. But without being able to leave your homes, like, are you still able to stay with the integrity of your practice? How's that going for you? So uh, I'll go first. So for me, I only practice at home these days. So it really hasn't okay. changed for me. Um, I mean, I have three kids and I have, you know, lot, like I just don't have the opportunity to go out to practice at a studio. So it hasn't really mm-hmm. changed for me, um, except I've actually been doing more because now I was teaching out in public classes uh, three to four times a week. Um, and I wouldn't really ever practice with them when I would teach, like I would just teach. But um, now that I'm teaching online and I'm teaching every day online as of now, um, I'm actually practicing along, you know, practicing with them. And um, so yeah. I was like, now I'm like doing doubles. <laughs> and so like, yeah, yeah. I'm a- Cause I'm, you've got your practice and then you teach yes. and practice along. Yeah. And when I practice in the morning now, I'll just do like 20, 30 minutes in the morning, some breathing, some moving, and then I'll do a meditation after that. So it's like a 45 mm-hmm. minute to an hour routine in the morning. But at, uh, when I teach at night, it's an hour class that I'm demoing and teaching. And um, I don't, I don't really ever do that. I always just like, teach when I teach. So like demoing and teaching is definitely a different, that's a a learning curve there. Definitely a learning curve on that. Like realizing like I can't go like a hundred percent on the, like the extra chaturangas and stuff because then I have to talk. (laughs) I have to talk the whole time. So kudos to like (laughs) the teachers out there that have been teaching online. Like they, they have kind of gotten it figured it out. So I'm just learning and I can't breathe for shit. Ask Brian. So I'm trying to really figure, uh, figure it out here. And so I can hold the space and it sounds good and all that stuff. So yeah. 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 (laughs) But uh, I've been been like, um, I've really been diving deep into my meditation practice and like even experimenting with uh, Qigong, actually, just just to try and like calm the nerves like during this time. Like yoga really helps me too, but I've just been like actually exploring different practices and especially like breath work, like especially breath work and breathing and little qigong too but it has been tough because like i'm forgetting what days it is you know like like i think it was like friday i was like oh i have the weekend but i've been like (laughs) home the whole time like what day is it and yeah it's it's been yeah weird like a little bit ground i'm loving like going out like for walks definitely social distancing but like man it's so nice to get outside sometimes Mm -hmm. How about you? Yeah, especially if you're you're meditating all the time too. That's that's another reason to, or uh, I guess another factor in in making you feel less grounded. And if you've got just like you're swirling up in your head, plus you don't know what day of the week it is. It's like (laughs) what what really is going on, right? Yeah, I've been like really going to like teachers too, like David, like 
going and watching David G and Tara Brock. I watched something on her YouTube today that was just like so like grounding for me. It was it was like her welcome video on there just talking about fear and talking about like how to be a community like things like that really helped me out just like trying to get like community and seeing what other people are doing you know Mm, because we're all in this together i mean we're all in this together everybody yeah literally everyone i mean we've been like yoga teachers have been saying that for a long time but when you have a global pandemic on your hand everybody sees it like we are physically physiologically connected our health and well-being is connected yeah for sure and if you didn't if you doubted it before it's clear now yeah it's definitely clear as day right now exactly and that's what that's why like i i hope that you know just like the panic settles and like, you know, we just kind of get more into like community thinking, community thinking, because I think this is a huge like shock and shift to think like we're all going to go buy all the toilet paper or we're all like in this, like just on our own. And then as we're sitting here, like contemplating and like going online and just seeing like we're, we are all going through this together. Yeah. For sure. I feel that so hard. Get a little, um, little emotional. Uh-uh, yeah, it gets a little emotional. We're all reflecting here. Yeah, I was just um, thinking like, oh shit, man, like dead air. But I don't think it's like dead air. It's like just a moment of us thinking like, holy shit, like we really- Yeah, it's real. All, it's, re- it's the real deal. Yeah, it's the real deal. Um, yeah. But Pedro, you, you turned the question back on me. Yeah. And I'll say that, you know, my practice, I would say, has gotten stronger you know, since this Same. has all gone down, mm-hmm. um, partly because yeah, like it cleared up all this space on my schedule and I could really just go in on my practice, but it's not just the time. I think it's, I think it's also like the gravity of the situation. Like I'm really leaning on my practice to help me process everything that's happening and how it's kind of like challenging my sense of identity and, yeah, there's a lot to deal with right now, emotionally, physically, um, and now more than ever, we need our practice to to help us understand that and and deal, just like handle it, mm-hmm. even if we don't get answers, like it, just to like put your hands on it, work with it, and and feel like you're doing something. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah, because like deep down inside, no matter what anybody's saying. Like people are scared as shit out there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm getting a little yeah. emotional too, but it's like, like people are scared out there and we all feel that. Like we yeah. all feel that all of us deep down inside. Yeah. And it's, and it's like coming back to that practice is like, what is like the foundation? Like this, the time where we really can dig deep and mm-hmm. use our practice. Yeah. I was listening to someone else say that, Brian. Amazing that you said that. Also, just about like we were, you've been doing the work to prepare for something like this. Like you've been on the mm. path, you've been doing the inner work, you know, to be able to handle something like this and to overcome and to persevere. You know, we've been doing the work. It's not like we haven't been, you know, and here we are. So now we have to lean into it 
you know, lean into the the things that we know that help provide clarity, that help us find peace and to help us, you know, connect with others and raise the vibration of the world because the world needs yoga teachers. The world needs yes. whoever you are, even if you're not a yoga teacher, like whatever you do, like the world needs that, you know? Yes. So share that with them find figure out a way to share it with them i don't don't matter it doesn't matter what anybody else is doing to share their gift just how are you going to share your gift to help raise the vibration of the world when somebody needs it yes well let's flip the flip the script henry what are you doing like during this time where you like feeling feeling scared like when, when you feel scared or you feel uncertain like what's your go-to practice well, I think there's there are certain things that I do to try to prevent that from happening, you know, just staying pretty routined and disciplined about doing my practice in the morning. But lo and behold, you know, the the death grip of anxiety and despair does does set in despite best efforts to prevent it. And um, you know, I actually went to a pretty dark place yesterday and maybe at the same time you did brian you know there maybe it's just something in the astrology or just in the collective energy who who knows i don't try to figure out why these things happen so much as just um deal with them and see what i can take away from it in the aftermath and um you know the thing that was most helpful for me was to talk it out with my wife Mm. and and i know like this this is a really difficult thing to try to replicate especially in a time like this when we're, we're supposed to not be interacting physically with another person. Fortunately, you know, we're like a unit. My, my wife and I, we're like, we don't keep the six feet distance because if she gets it, I'm going to get it and we'll contain it, whatever. Yep. Um, but yeah, having, having a real connection, it just underscores how important that really is. Cause when you're in those trying times and you can't like, basically my own ability to be there for myself had dropped out. Like the floor had dropped out from underneath. So I needed someone else to catch me. Um, so that's what I do. I don't know if you would call that a practice or just like, that's part of human condition. It's like human condition. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. That's beautiful. Love that, man. I love that. that. You know, to be able to, you know, I, I'm the same thing with my wife, you know, it's like when there's sometimes, you know, you got to be there for them and they're there for you. It's like someone to, someone to lean on, you know, like that song, I need somebody to lean on, you know, (laughs) don't Rory edit that shit out, you know, but, (laughs) but, uh, but, but for real though, it's like, you know, it's like you you have somebody that's there and, and, and for the person out there that's like, I don't, I don't have any, like, maybe they don't have someone physically that's there. Like, you know, like you have somebody there that that somebody out there cares about you send them a message you know if you're feeling down and out send somebody a message you know everyone is in this together and they will be there to lift you up send them a message okay here's my question for you guys let's do it what like this is a obviously a really dark time um for mankind and think the the optimist in all of us wants to believe that we're going to be better for it once we get to the other side. So my question is, what do you think our takeaway is going to be when all of this is said and done and we have the possibility, we have the option to res- to resume to normalcy? Mm. What do you think is going to change with more of like a lasting impact? Wow, that's a that's a big question. Brian, I think you want to go first? People give or? more yeah. hugs. Yeah. More hugs. That might sound cheesy, but it's like, man, it is, I I, I don't, I don't know. I just, I I like, I personally like miss going to a yoga class, Mm -hmm. you know, 
I personally miss like just being out and just the simple things, you know, I, I, and, and we all, I'm sure we all miss just some of the simple things. So maybe coming back to that gratitude of like, man, you know, like it is nice to go out to the park, go out, take my dog to the park and just be around these random strangers. Even me as an introvert, you know, I'm thinking this, <laughs> you know, <laughs> introvert. AF it's nice there. being around people, but yeah, yeah it's, uh, yeah. The little things. Yeah. What do you, you think, know, Pedro? I think uh, I think it's twofold, right? So I think there's going to be two things, two you know, pretty big takeaways that will come from this is like, number one is going to be, yes, once you're able to settle back into your communities of people and uh, be around them, uh, whether it's in your workspace, whether it's your family that you're not seeing right now, uh, your yoga community, whatever that community is, um, it's going to be, you're going to have this extra sense of gratitude, like you said, Brian, to be able to give them a hug and not worry, not be fearful, you know, or to go to the store and like help somebody out that maybe needs a little bit, needs an extra hand, you know, or so you'll, the people will be more, I'm hoping more, uh, more human, you know, and more open and kind. The other thing that I will think will change a lot is in the digital age of realizing that virtual reality is coming at some point. And maybe this is the liftoff for virtual reality in all things, not just now. I know the show is a lot about yoga, but uh, not just in yoga, but in all things that you can create this sense of community. It's already been happening all over the globe. You can have this sense of community on these Facebook groups and private this and that. I think there's just going to be way more of that on the back end. And people are going to realize, like, I don't necessarily have to always go to a, a physical place, a brick and mortar place that I can actually like do stuff more things from the comfort of my own home. Like Amazon kicked that off by like delivering stuff to your house in two days and then one day. But now it's like people can deliver like other things like, you know, wellness, um, whatever, like anything that can be digital through um, online, like courses. You don't have to go out and like sign up or something and get on a plane and fly somewhere. WebEx, Zoom, those companies are going to be killing it now and after this for sure because you can do it mm -hmm. you know the global scale of creating community is going to be larger and you're going to feel the effect of it i think people were doing it before but now that you can't go outside and hang out with people and at a party you have to do it on zoom that you're going to be able to feed you're 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 willing to embrace the fact that I can do this in a technology-based way virtually. And um, it's sometimes it's just way more convenient to do that way. So I think there's going to be a lot more people leaning onto the convenience of uh, technology and virtual stuff uh, going after the back end. And I love that too, because like Pedro lives in Florida, you know, and I could take a class with him now. Like I don't have to go like fly out there and, like go to the beach and like experience one of his classes. And like, I really, I'm happy that like there's more yoga teachers that I follow on Instagram or follow on social media that are going more online because then I can just go take a class with them. Like yeah. on Saturday morning, I can just wake up and like, I can take a class with them yeah. and yes, just roll so out of bed that is, that is man. freaking awesome. Yeah, for sure, man. And I can take Henry's class. Yes, you can. You know? Yes, you can. You sure can. You know. Um, I, yeah, I. What do you, I, what do you think, I hear everything you're saying. I think um, I've been thinking a lot about that too, and I like the way that you framed it. Like Amazon did it with 
with products. Like they, they made it so you didn't necessarily need to go to the convenience store or the bookstore or whatever, but we're at a new frontier with that right now. And it, it remains to be seen whether society will embrace this, but essentially now we're trying to, or uh, we're not really trying to out of necessity, there's no other option. So people are creating community in a digital space. And, and yeah, that already existed too with social media, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, but always as a, a compliment versus as a substitute. Yes, correct. And, and people need that. Like it's a, it's a part of our basic needs to be connected to others. And in the absence of physical in-person live connection, like what can we do with what we have right now? Unfortunately, our technology is advanced enough that we have something that resembles that. And if it sticks, if people see that this is something that fulfills that need, then I agree with you. After after things can go back to normal, people will continue to fall back on communities like this because for the limitations that it does have in in like physical proximity, it also makes up for it in other ways. Mm-hmm. Like we can have communities that are based on mutual interest rather than just physical location. Like, yes. And that opens up a lot of new relationships so that can be very deep. Yeah, so many. Yeah, and there's still so many people not practicing yoga and meditation out there. And when the, I've like looked at stats on, you know, when, whenever you hear like the yoga market is saturated, it's like, well, saturated with just the people that are practicing yoga. There's yeah, so many right. people that aren't practicing yoga, <laughs> right. right? And why aren't they practicing yoga? Maybe because they live in a town where there's not a yoga studio, or maybe they just don't want to take that 45 minute commute just to do an hour class. Like mm-hmm. now they can just get out of bed on a Monday morning or a Wednesday morning or weekend and they can just go do yoga with their favorite like yoga yeah. teacher and just yeah. go and do yoga and they have yoga right there. So it's like, yeah, we hear the market saturated, but it's like saturated to the people that actually practice yoga. There's so many people not practicing yoga yet. And mm-hmm. you take that convenience of going online, you take that convenience and you remove all that friction to get to the yoga studio and boom. Yeah. You know, and, and, and not saying like yoga studios, mm-hmm. like are like going obsolete, whatever, like people still need that. There's so many, there abundance, the world, the abundance. universe is abundance. Like people need different things. Yeah. To big, yep. to big, yeah. piggyback on that real quick. Um, Brian, so I'm able to, um, you know, I'm able to practice. My mom's been practicing with me. I've done it. Uh, I've taught yoga on Zoom here the last five, six days. And my mom's been able to practice with me from Chicago like every day. And it's like, holy shit. Like I'm able to do, my mom's able to do yoga with me. And like, I, that wasn't happening. You know, that wasn't happening before. It's like, oh my gosh. Like, awesome. So in three months, if it, things return to a sense of normal, like how am I going to stop teaching yoga on my Zoom? Like, I'm not going to be able to connect with my mom like I have been for the last three months. There's no way I'm going to cut that shit out. Like, there's no way, mm-hmm. you know? Right. So, and like all these other people, like there's no way. And what's really cool, guys, teaching it on Zoom, you know, everybody has their video off. You say namaste at the end. I This is what I'm doing anyway. <clears throat> say namaste at the end. And then, um, you know, you offer people to turn their video on and like type in the chat. And all of a sudden, like every you see your screen light up with everyone's like turning on their videos. And you see all of these people that you know personally. Some of them I don't know personally. And then, you know, we type in the chat. Some people are chatting back and forth. It's kind of like, you know, it's again, a new technology uh, kind of thing. Everyone's talking over each other. But there's a chat and there's like, we just did a yoga together. 
And now we can like even look at each other like, holy shit, there's actually people here that we did this together. We created this together. How cool, you know? So very yeah. cool. Just my two cents. Nice. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I think we're on the same page with that. Yeah. Uh, one other thing that I'll add on that I'm, I'm hopeful is going to carry through past this period is, and, and I guess I can only really speak from my own experience, but I've really taken a look at, um, my level of consumption of things. And I've, I've already been sort of minimalistic, you know, but right now with like the toilet paper shortage and not wanting to go to the grocery store for fear of being a, a contaminator or spreader of, of the virus and all of this, um, I've been much more conscious of like, what are the things that we actually need? Let's plan ahead and not just like buy anything willy nilly out of convenience, but be more of a conscious consumer. And I think that is exactly what we need. You know, that's what our, our planet is craving right now. Exactly. Henry. And I don't know, part of me thinks like, I I definitely don't want to, I want to be very careful about my language with this because I know that people are suffering tremendously and people are going to die. I mean, we Mm -hmm. can't, we can't, um, understate like how how much that can really affect the loved ones of those people um but there really could be a silver lining in all of this if it changes the way people uh respect and interact with our environment with our planet yeah i i hear you on that being cautious of the of the language and just you know it's not that we're like it's understanding that unfortunately in this moment, like death is inevitable with what's happening. Um, and it, it always is, but with this, this is, it just seems like it's in front of you all the time. Mm-hmm. It's always, it's yeah. in front of you and it's on your mind all the time in this moment for, for me too. And, um, but seeing that people are coming together, people are being aware of like their actions and that their actions, um, the people that are aware, like people that are like woke, let's call it, or that are waking up are like aware that their actions are really impacting everybody else around Mm, them, you know, that their actions. And so hopefully at the end of this thing, they've realized like, okay, I, they did the self quarantine, like who knows what happens next week or next hour. Everything's changing so fast right now. So fast, so quick. But the one thing that I will say for sure is that at the end of this thing, people will realize like the actions that they've taken have made a, they've made an impact. Their decision made an impact. So maybe when things simmer down and slow down, that they'll continue to be mindful of their actions, knowing that that's still affecting Mm -hmm. everyone else the same way that it was during the crisis. It's still affecting. And it always has been. And it always has been. You just didn't think about it or you just weren't aware of it. But now that you are like, you can't unknow the things that you know, you can't. So let's hope that that continuum of energy fuels the planet in a more healthy, mindful, living way. Yes. Boom. Amen. 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 To that. I think that's a that's a great sentiment to to wrap the the podcast episode up on. But before we completely say goodbye, you know, Pedro's been on the show before, so he's done this before. I want to I want to give the prana round to Brian. Oh, what do you say, Brian? Give it to Brian. Yeah, to Brian. Yeah, Brian only prana round. Woo! It's all for Brian. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, it's all all about Brian today. Brian's in the spotlight. Okay. Uh, the Prana Round works like this. I'm going to give you six rapid-fire questions. Please answer minimum one word, maximum one sentence. All right? Yeah. Got it. Can't uh, wait. Okay. 
in one word, why do you practice yoga? Freedom. What is your favorite yoga pose and why? Pigeon, it gets all the emotions out. Bro, you're a fucking liar. It's Pincha Mayarasana. <laughs> <laughs> what is the single best cue or piece of advice that you've ever received from one of your yoga teachers? You create your own reality. All right. Recommend one book. It can be modern or ancient for the listeners. Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Nice. Nice. Okay. Dr. Joe Dispenza. Yes. All right. Is yoga for everyone? Yes. A resounding yes. And final question. This is for the two of you. How can our audience get in touch with you and how can we support you in your dharma? Go, Pedro. Uh, so you can check out theyogishow.com. That's where Brian and I host uh, our podcast. And uh, on theyogishow.com, you'll be able to find everything, how to connect with Brian and I, Instagram, Facebook, oh, all that stuff. So theyogishow.com would direct you to us. Um, and that would be wonderful, Henry, if you could uh, let people know that. We thank you so much, man. It's been great. And, and food for thought, I don't read any books. And it's funny enough, Brian recommends a Dr. Joe Dispenza book. And Henry, when I was on your show, I recommended a different Dr. Joe Dispenza book. Um, you are the Was placebo. it You Are the Placebo? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you ever read that by any chance? I have, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I love, love that book. So those th those two books, my friends, by Dr. Joe Dispenza, life-changing for me and obviously Brian. Um, so definitely those two, super impactful. Yes. And Henry, your book. Excuse me? Yeah, which what, one's what's your favorite? Your, what's, your, what's your favorite book? Oh, man. My favorite book. Well, I'll, I'll recommend... Um, Man, you turned the tables on me. <laughs> He's never had anyone ask him. Sorry, about sorry. I just I want to know. I want to know personally. Well, since we spoke about um, Tim Ferriss earlier, I, I have to say the Four Hour Work Week. Although many of the things in there are, you know, they they were uh, Maybe a, a time out. capsule in yeah. a way. They're a little bit outdated, little outdated, but this the spirit of what's. Uh, described and what he's getting at is timeless. And I do recommend it for anyone who wants to be more intentional about the way that they live. Yes. Boom. Yeah, awesome. Definitely the way they live Love and it. definitely the way they work, especially if you work for yourself, entrepreneur, like one man band, like get that book immediately. <laughs> get it immediately. All right, guys. Thank you so much. It's been cool talking to you. I feel like this connection really enlivened my spirit in this time. So um, I, I benefited personally from it and I'm sure that our guests will, our listeners will too. So thanks again. Thank you so Thank much you for so having much, us. Henry. Dharma Talkers, I hope you enjoyed listening to that conversation as much as I enjoyed having it. And if you did, please share it. Take a screenshot, share it on Instagram and tag me at Henry Wins. I love hearing from you about the conversations that make an impact for you. We have the ability to shape the world through our thoughts, words, and conversation. So let's influence the collective consciousness together. All my gratitude to Rory Wagstaff of Ease of Mind Productions for keeping our audio crisp and operations smooth, and to Patrick Kiebzak of Momentology Music and Art for supplying the powerful soundtrack to these conversations. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review, and tune in to new episodes of Dharma Talk every Thursday. I'll speak to you next week, and until then, keep living your Dharma.